Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. I am Alejandra Garcia from Miami, and today we will be talking about the Kids First fundraiser, Blinded by the Light, Alcanut Season 3, and Peanut Butter Falcon. First, let's talk with Rani about the Kids First fundraiser. So, hi, Rani. How are you? Hi, Alejandra. I'm fabulous. It's so good to talk with you. So glad to, to talk to you as well. well. I know. I haven't seen you in a long, long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's my coffee called that you turned me on to in Miami? You have to come back so we could try it again. So you can get used to the coffee Punta, here. Dita, is that what it's called? It's Cortadito. It's Cortadito. a Cuban coffee here. <laughs> See, you okay. have to come back so we can teach you how to pronounce it. Right, I know. I like my cor- Cortadito. Yes. Okay. Yeah, close. Okay, Good closer. Job. Okay. Well, yeah, I could use a little cortadito right now. I've been up since early this morning. Well, we're pretty excited about this. Um, as you know, we like to make it uh, the, be so there's no charge for kids to participate as a kid's first film critic. I mean, people don't realize how much that our kids and their parents cover anyway because they cover the costs of transporting the kids to events and parking and I oh my gosh I just learned from Catherine's mom a week or so ago that one of the theaters that they went to in Chicago that the parking was like $40 and I'm like oh my gosh you're kidding and then I said well maybe the PR people will cover that well they don't so (laughs) Uh, no, you know, it's, it's it, really it's, complicated. Yeah, I know. Do you have you ever paid that much in Miami? No, thankfully I've been very lucky with the parking. Well, well, when I go to like the events, I, I've been lucky that I haven't had to pay um, parking. But I've heard horror stories from others. Right. Yeah, and I'm sure that our LA kids who are on that there's parking issues in LA as well because uh, I always have to be very cognizant of where I park when I'm in LA so you don't pull out and you get a $50 parking fee you know but uh, but regardless um we try to, you know, we don't have a fee for the kids to participate, but we do have expenses that we have to cover. We have to cover the cost yes. of our coaches and our editors. Um, I think you've all met Angel now as yes. our main video editor, and mm-hmm. he has a couple of assistants that work with him from time to time. We have a wonderful new copy editor, Amy, um, who actually used to edit uh, a magazine for Disney. And it was all stories written by kids. So when I was interviewing people, she was the only one who had actually edited kids' writing before. And I went, yeah. well. <laughs> and what I love is that she's coaching the kids as she's editing. It's not just edit and send it back to you. You know, there's little lessons in there. I always tell her, try not to correct too many things or people get too frustrated. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's why it's very important to support this cause so we could continue with all, with, I mean, kids first, how it works. Yeah, but um, 
So, and then there's just technical equipment and personnel and, you know, you're always having to upgrade this and upgrade that. And, you know, there's just costs involved. So that's the main focus of this fundraising campaign. And, And this is actually a small amount. We're going on to a larger amount um, later, but this is kind of what I call our starting fundraiser. And I'd have to say that, um, I know you have to go to the break, don't you? Uh, yes. <laughs> come back. I'll, t- I'll tell you about some of the people who have donated, because that's pretty impressive. All right. Okay. Well, you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we're talking about the fundraiser right now with Rani. And well, Rani, what were you going to say? Sorry, I just took a nice long drink of water. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so one of the things that really impressed me is that um, a lot of the donations that have come in have come in from our kids themselves and their parents uh, and, of course, our board members. But um, a lot of our kids who have donated have donated from their own Money. Um, I won't name names, but one I know donated from money that she made from her dog sitting. Money Aww. that she raised. I know, isn't that sweet? It um, is. That's a reflection of how much we care about kids first and how we wanted to keep on growing and continue. Exactly. So. Yeah. Another one um, works for his dad. Um, who's a contractor, and he said, I'll donate a day's wages to Kids First, which I thought was pretty awesome. And, yeah, so I just, when I'm talking to other people and I say, you know, the majority of the funds that have come in in this first campaign have really been from our kids, their parents, and our board members. So that's, that's amazing to hear. Yeah, we have to try and spread the word, correct? Yeah. We do. So we're um we're almost halfway there, which I think is pretty exciting. I mean, we started this just uh when did we start this? Um I think like a month ago. Um it's it's a great progress to have started a month ago and be almost halfway to our goal. That's impressive. I know, I know. Um, actually, the first person to donate was the the son of my mentor, uh, which I thought was pretty awesome. Yeah, but um, it's it's really important that I think that we show strength as a team for supporting our own cause. It's it's kind of like. I mean, I think some people are always surprised at how hard um, our kid reporters work. Um, I mean, I have people say to me every day when I'm when I'm showing them clips of you know our clip reel or individual clips or whatever. I mean, I just have people that are amazed at how smart you all are and how informed. Um, somebody was asking me the other day about um, Calista's review of um, Bunuel, what is that film that she just did? And they went, well, that's really for an older group. And I said, well, you know, we review a lot of older, uh, of, of PG-13 right. films. Uh, and they're like, oh, I had no idea. 
I'm like, really? Well, you must not read. <laughs> you must not follow. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why we need to not only spread the word of the fundraiser, but also spread the word of what we do. We're <laughs> so informed. Boy, I'm that girl can listen. She's something else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, you should see her interview if you liked her review. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that is why it's so important to spread the word. But, you know, the other thing that I wanted to mention um, is that, uh, and this is important for everybody to know, is that we are getting ready to pitch a television show based on um, our kids' reviews, celebrity interviews, behind-the-scenes, sneak peeks, you know, everything that you guys do all the time. So right. it's kind of like entertainment tonight with tweens and teens as reporters. And so I was just in L.A. last week meeting with people. And I got some very, very strong and positive reactions to right. um, to the, the idea. A lot of very good suggestions about what to put into our pitch and what not to put in um so i i i feel pretty confident that that it's going to happen i am very confident that it will happen too with you know us being inspired and trying to spread the word about the fundraiser and not only about that but of what we do i think people will be able to help us and continue with uh what kids first does absolutely so if you're listening and you want to make a donation, the simplest way to do it is to go to the Kids First homepage, which is kidsfirst.org, and right in the middle of the page, right at the top, there's what we call a slider banner. And yes. um, if you click on the part that says Support Kids First and then clip on the banner itself, don't click on the words because that doesn't take you any place. Sometimes okay. people are clicking on it. So <laughs> click on the words to get the banner up and then click on the banner and that takes you to our crowdfunding page. All so, right, perfect. Yeah, be aware. Every dollar counts. If you can only donate a dollar, donate a dollar. It does, and we will really appreciate it. To continue what we do here in Kids First. Exactly. Yes. Thanks, Alejandra. Thank you, Rani, for having for being here. Okay. Love you. Bye-bye. Love you, too. Bye. All right. Well, let's take a break. I'm Alejandra Garcia from Miami, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Octonet Season 3. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out 
at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. tuned in to kids first coming attractions on the voice america kids channel Shh, turn off your phone another movie review is coming up hey welcome back i'm calista best from los angeles california and you're listening to kids first coming at- we've been talking about the kids first fundraiser and next we'll be talking with alejandra who's 17 and from miami about blinded by the light welcome to the show alejandra thank you for having me so, can you tell us a little bit about this film and the overall plot? Yes. Well, Blinded by the Light is about a Pakistani t- teenager from Pakistan that's experiencing some racial and economic turmoil or conflicts within the country because it's going through a rough crisis because of political, social, and economic situations in 1987, which I love because I'm super vintage and I love the fact that it was based in like an older um set of time so um as he's going through all these complicated situations he writes poetry or like does art as way uh, as a way to like disconnect himself from reality and down the road he uses that tool to survive so i think it's such a great story that everybody needs to watch that's nice now in researching the film i noticed that there's references to a real life musician named bruce springston uh, do you know uh, this musician, or are you a fan? Well, no. Before I watched the, sh- the, the movie, I wasn't aware. Uh, I mean, I didn't know who he was. But when I watched the movie, I was kind of, I, I got familiarized with who he was, and I kind of listened to him, but I'm not really, I'm not really into it. I mean, I liked it, I liked it but I'm not really, like, into it. But it's such, no, yeah, it that's is really fair. well, it's, it, it's really well written and really well played. Not every he's popular as well but uh do you think how do you feel like his inclusion in the story kind of works into the themes or the plot or do you think it was done in a very interesting way you you talk you're talking about the music and the well like more well i'm more so talking about like what bruce springston like sort of means in terms of the theme of the film but also music yeah that works too Right, I think the movie, well, I mean, the story, and I think it's just amazing. As I said before, I think it's a story that everybody has to watch because it is not only inspiring, but it, 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 it is a reflection or, like, a reality check of what is going on around the world. And I do think, like, the creators behind this film set the theme very well. And, like, what you said, he merged it in very well. So, yes, I completely agree. That's interesting to hear. Now, do you have a favorite actor? Was there anyone, any character who just 
sort of stood out specifically? Well, I loved the antagonist, Vivek. I loved his, I mean, how he portrayed the character, I think. Before, before I watched the movie, I didn't know who he was. I wasn't really familiarized with his work. And then when I wa- after I watched the movie, I automatically like looked him up. Like literally after I was walking out of the movie theaters, I looked him up and started ca- kind of getting well known with what with what he had done before because I was so impressed and so shocked of how he played the character in the film. Like I could feel all he was portraying like in the storyline. So yeah, I completely agree that the creators and the cast, the people of the cast, did a very well job of choosing who was gonna play who. That's nice to hear. Um, what about like any of the supporting characters? How do you feel about the cast overall? I do think I I mean I share the same feeling of the protagonist with the rest of the cast. Like I said before, I think the people behind the film chose really well the cast because not only could you feel the emotions through the screen, I think you could see like the relationship or the chemistry that all the characters had. Because it, you know, it happens that in some films you can see that they're not really close, but in this film, like you think they're like all best friends, that they really go well together. So yeah, I think it was a completely well job. That's uh, that's really good to hear. It's you know, it's important when the cast it feels like they all know each other, even though a lot of yeah, cases, because they it don't. reflects on the project. So it, it makes sense that they should have a chemistry, so it could reflect on the project and turn out to be a great product. So yeah. Mm-hmm. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we're talking about the Kids First Fundraiser, Octonauts Season 3, and Peanut Butter Falcon. And right now, I'm talking to Alejandra about Blinded by the Light. So, what would you say about, because you mentioned earlier that this film uh, takes place in the 80s, what do you feel about the overall, like, trying, how do you feel the, uh, how do you think the movie does a good job of trying to recreate the sort of 80s aesthetic and the overall feel of that time period? Yes, I completely love the whole vintage retro setting of the movie. I think they did a good job because, I mean, it was really aesthetic, like the way they did it. And even the filter of like the, the whole movie, like it wasn't like super HD, like it was like with a color filter, like so it would make it seem like as if as if it was in the 80s and the clothing, the posters, how, you know, all the rooms were decorated, the, how people would act and you wouldn't, you wouldn't see anybody on a phone, like stuff like that. Like you could really feel you were like literally trapped in the 80s. And I really loved that, that aspect of the movie. That's nice to hear. Uh, 80s, 80, the, like nostalgia towards the 80s has been getting very popular in terms of pop yes. culture. So I feel like it's very important for a film trying to do that to go all out in terms of the aesthetic because the 80s is a very like memorable time period in terms of like clothing and just the overall feel of it so i think it is important for films in that time period to just really take consideration of what it was like to be in that time period yeah it's a very aesthetic like vibe that you're giving off the audience and not only that like of the entertaining aspect but you also um inform the audience because some I mean I know how people live in the 80s because I'm into that stuff like the retro and vintage you know settings but some people that are may may not be that interested in it learn how life in the past or in the 80s specifically was like so I think it was it's such a great like combination of the movie to inform people yeah you're right it 
it like because the time period can say a lot about a film so it is important to take that into consideration right exactly and on the topic of the 80s aesthetic what do you feel what do you feel about the costuming i thought it really i mean it says it as if you had gone back to the 80s i think the clothing matched perfectly because some I mean, when you're watching other films or other shows, you can, like, completely see that, like, oh, yeah, that's super off. Oh, yeah, people didn't dress like that. I think in this movie, they hit the jackpot on everything. I didn't catch, and I'm really picky with that, because I'm, I feel like if you're going to recreate, like, a time frame, you need to do it, like, you know, correctly, like, accurate. So I was really looking to see, like, any, like, you know, stuff that didn't match the time frame, but I, I didn't catch anything, and I was super proud of that. They were very careful at making it, so I think that's really great. That's good to hear. Now, you mentioned that this film also has a lot to do about race issues and stuff like that. How do you feel this film handles those particular topics? I think this film handles it, I mean, really accurately. I think um, this movie, not only is it entertaining, but it is also informative because i mean some people you know live in a bubble they don't know what's going on outside of their surroundings and it's like kind of like a reality check to see oh wow like this is really happening like in other countries or this is or this has happened in other countries so i think it's like informative i think it's they did a really well job and they i think they handled it very delicately like they didn't go too graphically but they did inform the people what happened and what continues to happen in many countries. That's good to hear. I feel like it is, especially nowadays, I feel like it is very important to sort of, you know, talk about things like this in a very, in a very accurate and respectful way. Um, Yeah, because maybe, um, because it is set in the 80s, maybe, I mean, it happened in that time frame, but it doesn't, that doesn't mean it's still not happening in other countries. So I think, it's very, I mean, I, I just agree with the fact to share that so people can be informed. Yeah, it is It is very important. And I think some people do kind of take that for granted. Right, so, exactly. Yeah. So what would you say this film's star rating and age rating is? Well, I would give five out of five stars because I just absolutely love the movie because of all the prior reasons I've said before in the interview. And the age range, it, it needs to be... I would say 13 and up. I would say 13 years old, up. Because I don't think a younger audience should be, well, not allowed, but I just don't think they could um, understand really, it. Like, understand it, exactly. So, yeah, that's why I agree with that age range. All right, then. Let's take a break. I'm Calista Best from Los Angeles, California, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Octonauts Season 3. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. To become a Kids First Film Critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. 
All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. tuned in to kids first coming attractions on the voice america kids channel Shh, turn off your phone another movie review is coming up hey welcome back i'm alejandra Garcia from miami and you're listening to kids first coming attractions we'll be talking about blended by the light and next we'll be talking with Catherine about octanage season three so Catherine, tell us a little bit about the series you've been watching so octanauts season three is about a couple little creatures that try to help other sea creatures in need of help. Great. And, I mean, what is your favorite scene? I mean, taking into consideration that it is an animated show. Yeah. Um, my, there are a lot of things that they do, but... I would have to say that my favorite episode is the Harbor Seal because the Harbor Seal just has the cutest little face and he's just so nice. <laughs> and what would you say, um, seeing, I mean, from seeing the episodes, what would you say it's the most important lesson you've learned from the characters itself in the show or the theme of the show that it shows the audience? Oh, I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? Yeah. What would you say it? the the message of the show is like towards the audience that's watching the show um there are many positive messages um but being kind to animals always trying to help the importance of friendship and a lot of others just to name three and you would say i mean because of that then it, it's a really good show really well recommended for a young audience to learn from not only to entertain but also to learn from the show right Right. I I mean, I even learn new stuff. And I think adults and their children might even learn a lot, too. You know, I think it's just it's a really great and fun show because right. you can learn and you can um, have fun watching it, too. Right. Absolutely. I agree with you. I've seen a little bit because I have a younger cousin and I agree with I was reading um, before the show that it has it's been nominated for a very for much awards. So I completely agree that it's well deserved. It is very well deserved. Yeah. 
And what would you say um, do the um, actors or like the voices that are behind the characters, do they fit with the personality of the character they're portraying? Or how do you feel about the whole voice acting thing? I do really think that every uh, voice actor has the perfect voice fit the character that they're playing. Like Captain Barnacles, he just has the perfect captain-y leader voice. He's very confident, and he kind of sounds confident. And Peso, he has kind of the quiet, really nice voice. You know, everything just fits very well with the character. Yes, and do you agree, or do you like the way that these characters and the aesthetic of the set the aesthetic setting of the show is um, drawn, or do you think it could be drawn like better? Like I mean, artistic, artistically, like the like the animation. Yeah, well, I do really like the animation how it is, just kind of simple and you know, just basic and simple, but still cute. So, do you would you recommend this show for the for the younger people in your family? Yes, I totally recommend it to anyone kind of between the age of three and eight, because I think anyone in my family that's in that age range would really love it. And, you know, I honestly enjoy watching it and reviewing it. Yeah, I think it's cool because, um, well, I mean, this correlates to the next question I'm going to ask you, but I think um, the variety of the, not messages, but the variety of the storyline of all the episodes are different, but I think like each episode has like an intact kind of vibe within the show. Do you agree with me? Yes, for sure. Yeah, I think that's what makes it amazing because I mean, you won't, I mean, you will see all the episodes and they're a different storyline, but at the same, at the end of the day, it, it has the same little vibe of the whole series. So I yeah. think that's a great comment. Yeah. Yeah. And what, what has been your favorite episode since, I mean, up to, up to now? Yeah, okay, so I pretty much loved all the episodes, but I do have to say that I did like the Harbor Seal episode. Oh, I haven't seen it. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so the uh, Harbor Seal um, episode is, you know, about the Octonauts. And they are uh, trying to find a case of a missing fish. And so they call over their detective friend, Harry Harborseal. Yeah, I think the show does a great job of what I said before, variety, not only about the storyline, but, you know, the vibe of it of each episode. So what, how, what would be the star range for the series? I mean, for the season, season three of Octonauts. Uh, I give it a four out of five stars. It's just, I just give it a four out of five stars. I love it so much. You know, it's just not, you know, a show that I would personally watch. I do enjoy reviewing it, though. So I do give it a four out of five stars. Right, because it is, I mean, it is obvious that it is more targeted towards a younger audience. I mean, what would be the age range that you would give it? Or how, or to what audience you would recommend it? I mean, to what younger audience? yeah. Young, yeah, younger audience from three to eight for sure. 
Yeah, completely. Yes, because I mean, we, well, older people could enjoy it as well, but it is mainly targeted towards that young audience. Right. So if you want to watch it and you're not three to eight, you can watch it still. (laughs) (laughs) No, obviously, yeah, you could watch it. Just me, younger people will enjoy the best. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to wrap it up, you recommend it for sure. It's a great, you said before, going back to the beginning of the interview, you said that it has great messages towards young young audience. Yeah, it has everything a show would kind of need to entertain the whole family. And, you know, it's just kind of a great show. <laughs> All right, perfect. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today we're talking about the Kids First fundraiser, Blinded by the Light, Octonaut Season 3, and Peanut Butter Falcon. And right now, I'm talking to Celine about Octonaut Season 3. So, Celine, what, to start off, um, what was your favorite episode of the Season 3 of Octonauts? Well, I loved Octonauts, and it has four hours of fun and 23 episodes. So, this would be a hard choice. But my favorite episode would probably be The Immortal Jellyfish. Because I love how he's able to transform from an old jellyfish to a new jellyfish over and over again, however many times he wants. Who wouldn't want an immortal life, am I right? Obviously, yes, I agree with you, yes. Yeah, and, well, I mean, um, continuing that subject, what do you think is the message that this show is trying to show the audience that's watching it? The message of Octonaut Season 3 is to explore life and to rescue and protect the world around us and the things in it. And as we learn about different creatures in this show and the different environments, we should definitely be aware of how we interact and impact each other around us. Yes. And what do you think this show is, I mean, obviously it is targeted towards a younger audience since it it is about you know the setting and the message of the show it is targeted towards a younger audience but what do you think is the age range that for the show ages four to seven yes i completely agree with you because i think that older people could watch it enjoy it but i think based on the storylines of the episodes and what it is trying to reach out there like for the message i think it is more towards that age range that you said, so I completely under, I, I completely agree with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what do you think? Do you agree or do you like, that's a better word for it, the way they animated the characters and the settings? What is your opinion on the animation of the show? I love the art and the storyline of each episode because the storyline really brings these adventures to life. Right. And... The writers are amazing. I love the way they wrote the story and how each episode, it was different, but they had a new animal. They would go through a new challenge in the day, and in the end, they would sum it up, would learn some facts of the animals, and they would even show a picture of it in real life. So all the animals that are on the show are not fake animals. They're real animals in real life. Yeah, I was talking with Catherine about this before, that we were saying that it's it's such a great show because the storylines of each episode may be slightly different, but the vibe or the like background of the of the episode is exactly the same of the following ones. So it kind of like sticks to a theme. So that's what we liked about it. And I think that it goes on to what you were saying, right? 
For sure. Yeah. And well, I mean, the star the star range, what do you think what what do you think it is? Five out of five stars. Yes. And the H range you said already. So the to wrap up, what do you think that it is a positive show and it is fully rec recommended to the younger audience that you said, right? Yes. Yes. Thank you, Celine, for being with us. You're welcome. All right. Well, let's take a break. I'm Alejandra Garcia from Miami, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Octonet Season 3. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First film critics boot camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C. and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm Calista the Best from Los Angeles, California, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking about the Kids First fundraiser, Octonaut Season 3, Blinded by the Light, and next we'll be talking with Ethan, who is from Florida and 10 years old, and Jada, who is from Colorado and is 12 years old, about the Peanut Butter Falcon. How are you two doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good as well. I'm doing great. So, uh, Ethan, how about you tell me a little bit about this film and what the plot is? So, it's about a young man named Zach who has Down Syndrome, and he's put in a nursing home and he knows he doesn't belong there because he's he wants to live his life and be a professional wrestler and go to the wrestling school for the Saltwater Redneck, which is his favorite wrestler. And he escapes, and when he escapes, he's on the run, and he finds a friend named Tyler, who's a small-time outlaw on the run. And together, they both have fun, and they try to get to the camp. That sounds very interesting. So, Jada, um, what would you say about the characters and the actors that play them? Well, each and every character 
had their own amazing personalities and I think the actors did a really good job um, acting out these characters because it really made the film come to life and I really think that each character makes makes it up makes up the film very and it makes it very inspiring and it really inspired me a lot. That's always good to hear. Um, Ethan, would you say you have a favorite uh, actor in this film? I think it'd definitely be Zach because um, it was cool how he went with the flow because on one of the scripts, he wasn't supposed to say it, but he just went with it. And the actor of Tyler just acted like it was completely normal and they just went with that script because he made things on as he went. So, uh, what you're saying is that the actor did a lot of improving? Yeah. Well, that's always fun. It's always, it's always interesting to me when there's an actor who just decides to add his own flair to a character, and it ends up being one of the better performances that they've ever done. That's the case with a lot of great actors, like just off the top of my head, Robin Williams with uh, the genie. So it's always nice to hear when certain things were improvised. It's just very fun to know. So, Jado, do you have anything to say in terms of the writing in the film? Well, I actually got to meet the the director and the writer in person, and they were telling me about like how, he, like Zach really made he had Down syndrome not only in the film but in real life, and he really came out to the film and rocked it and the and he really just helped the writing pop like it does in the movie so the writing i feel like the writing goes along with the characters which always makes an amazing film so i thought that was really great about the film and it made it groundbreaking that's nice to hear and you know it's it's nice to see this kind of like representation because there really isn't that much in terms of disability representation so that just kind of like makes me feel good inside you're listening to kids first coming attractions today we're talking about the kids first fundraiser Octonauts season three blind by the light and right now i'm talking to ethan and jada about the peanut butter falcon so you've mentioned several times that the actor and the character in the film has down so how do you feel the film represents that because as someone who well it's not a, as someone who has autism which is a uh which is considered a disability i've always kind of felt that there should be more representation of disabilities in general in media so how do you feel it's handled in this film i feel like it's handled in a really great way because they they really I feel like they handle it in a really good way because they really show how kids with Down syndrome could do about almost anything that anybody else without Down syndrome could do. And I actually go to a school where they accept Down Down syndrome kids um, to the school as students. And it really inspired me to go meet some of them and have them as friends and stick up for them when they needed it when they need it and I actually have a couple Down syndrome friends now because this film really inspired me so I feel like they really spread the message that 
anyone with Down syndrome could do absolutely anything like Zach did in the movie. That's nice to hear. I think, I think in general, because the world has become a lot more accepting of diversifying the cast and representation and media. But I do feel like representation of disability is still kind of limited. So this isn't. This is like a little bit biased on my end because I technically have a disability. But I think it. But that was what interested me when researching this film because this is something that I am very passionate about representation in general, but especially when it comes to stuff like this. So, uh, Ethan, what would you say about the cast overall? Because there are, of course, more characters than just that. So how would you, how do you feel about the entire cast? It's just amazing how they get all these famous people. Like, for example, Shia LaBeouf, Dakota Johnson, and then I know there's a Yellow Wolf, Jake Roberts, McFoley. I don't know how they got all of them. That that is interesting, especially considering like I would have, because Shia LaBeouf is kind of like a very sh- strange choice because I don't know, I I feel like I haven't seen a film with Shia LaBeouf in a long time. I don't know if that's just me, but it's I find that interesting. So Jada. Uh, what would you say about the sets in the film? Um, well, when I was talking to the director and writer, um, they told me about they actually got to travel around for the setting of the movie. Um, and I thought that was really cool because I don't I don't think I've really seen a lot of movies with this category um, that took place in real places and I thought that was really cool because they really showed like the surrounding and I, I just thought it was really cool that's interesting uh and Ethan what would you say for this film's age rating and star rating so um I'd give this age rating probably about 9 to 18 and adults would definitely love this and I definitely give this a five star. This is like my favorite movie now. All right. Well, thank you guys both for joining me here. You're welcome. Of course. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much for joining us. You've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To watch our latest reviews of the latest films, DVDs, TV shows, music, and apps, and to learn how you can join our Kids First Film Critics team, go to www.kidsfirst.org. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel and look for our reviews on Press for Kids, kidsworld.com, and Kidsville News. This show is produced by the Coalition for Quality Children's Media for Voice America and iHeartRadio. Today's show is sponsored by Octonauts. I'm Calista Best from Los Angeles, California. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know more about which movies are playing and can make an informed decision. Tune in again next week.